Dylan really liked competition, and she liked to win. However, she grew up in the 1980s, into a generation where America wasn't using the resources of half its population properly. There were barriers for women everywhere, but her family knew that while individual sexism was the norm, America was not itself institutionally sexist. This distinction is best articulated by Martin Luther King, who didn't want to tear down America, but instead demanded his country live up to its best standards and ideals. Dylan liked MLK. Another of her favorite Americans was George Washington. One of her earliest memories was her father taking them to New York City to see the Washington Monument and having her recite the quote at the very top. Let us raise a standard to which the wise and honest can repair. The event is in the hand of God. Her father would then point out, for all their flaws, or the flaws of their time that are only clear to us centuries later, the Founding Fathers set up a remarkable system. It falls to us to live up to it. Dylan's father saw sports as an important way to build self-confidence, and especially for women, a chance to learn to work with others to achieve a common goal. All Dylan knew is she wanted to play Little League with the boys. Dylan's father didn't demand a position be held for her a predetermined outcome that would always leave an asterisk by her name. He wanted equality of opportunity. Just let the girl play. Let the cards fall as they might. This seems an archaic attitude today with the recent push towards equality of outcome, but was more typical of that generation. After watching her throw and catch during her first tryout, several coaches wanted Dylan to play on their team. However, when her dad took off her baseball cap and they saw she was a girl, only one coach still wanted her. She didn't care. She just wanted to compete. She was happy to have a shot. After playing for a season, it was a lot easier getting on teams because the coaches and boys realized she could help them win. Athletics were a place where it was okay to be strong-willed, confident, to have your own individual opinions, and to be a leader, while also recognizing the importance of being a team player. The business world has been the same for Dylan in a lot of ways. When she first got onto Wall Street, it was as a clerk. Even as she advanced in her professional life, at most meetings she felt like a ghost in the room. To some extent, men had been fleeing other professions for some time. After all, women had been graduating from college in higher numbers than men since 1990. Wall Street was the last bastion of male dominance, and many of them wanted to keep it that way. Dylan didn't care. Dylan wanted to win, and she did. She went on to become a portfolio manager at the most famous hedge fund in the world, only leaving after a very public argument with another woman who had reached the top at the same time. On to advice for our female audience. What was her secret? Dylan tells me that dealing with things early saves you more trouble later. At the median, men and women are more alike than different. But as a group, women are more inclined to please others. You are taught to get on, taught not to ruffle feathers. Angst over confrontation is one of the most common fears among women, whether it's distress over someone disagreeing with your point of view, a fear of being yelled at, or you simply don't want to be the bitch. There are many reasons women have this concern. However, this inclination to be agreeable at all costs screws you over in the long term. While having the courage to face confrontation takes time, if you know how to prepare for an engagement, then facing your fear will become easier with time. Start small gradually face those things that scare you the most. Take baby steps, and as you become more comfortable with those encounters, then move on to bigger ones. By breaking things down into smaller periods, it will be easier to manage confrontations as they arise. There's nothing mysterious about what women want. They want everything, 
just like men. What's interesting is what they'll settle for. What's interesting and unfortunate is they'll often settle for less. So be respectful and calm, repeat yourself as necessary, but remember, if you can't walk away from a negotiation, then you aren't negotiating. You are just working out the terms of your surrender. That's all I'll say about Dylan, because she's really just a composite of the best women I've met. A 40-year veteran of Merrill Lynch, a convertible bond portfolio manager, a sales trader at City or Morgan or Lehman or Susquehanna. I appreciate you all, and I wish I had said so earlier when we still work together. Let's conclude with a broader picture. Is America perfect? No. It's flawed and messy and unfair to men and women alike. What can we do about it? Let's go back to the words of our first head of state. In 1778, George Washington was president of the Constitutional Convention. The Declaration of Independence was just two years old, and his role was to help prepare a charter for the then 13 states of the former British colony. While 39 men signed the final document, over 50 participated in the framing of the laws. Often, the men disagreed strongly, and this gave rise to many suggestions of compromise. George Washington rarely participated in the debates, but one day, after several suggestions had been watered down, he rose to his feet and changed the course of history. This is what he said. If to please the people we offer what we ourselves disapprove of, how can we afterward defend our work? Instead, let us raise a standard to which the wise and honest can repair. The event is in the hand of God. According to some historians, this ringing statement caused the framers of the Constitution to be more radical and to avoid compromising statements. These words have stood the test of time. So if you're on Wall Street and you feel frustrated, or like Dylan, a ghost in the room, know that perseverance and courage are the answer to your problems. Fall seven times and stand up eight. You're already working in the greatest business at the most privileged juncture in history. Have the wit to add hard work to good fortune.